Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 319 and it is Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, y'all? That's right. We're back here once again. More more nerdy goodness and magic on this week's podcast, as per usual. Uh, you know, once again, uh, we just want to uh, thank thank all of our listeners and viewers of our show. And I did it again. <laughs> I thought I was prepared. Listen, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we want to thank uh, viewers and listeners like yourself for, you know, continuing to follow our show and, you know, just uh, catching up with, with our shenanigans each and every week. Uh, whether it's on Facebook Live or whether you catch any of the audio uh, episode, audio versions of the episodes, uh, we pre- we thank you and appreciate your support. Uh, yeah, um, this week uh, we have a a cool topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about movies that should be remade, and uh, we have some ideas. Uh, maybe some some snout movies in the past that could could do with a nice. Uh, 180 improvement, or even some, you know, some halfway decent movies in the past that maybe could even could be even better with a 2023 sheen to it. So yeah, we're gonna throw out um, our ideas for movies that should be remade, even some wild ones here and there too. Uh, so yeah, tune in for that. And if you have any suggestions for those of you who are watching our live episode, please drop them in the comments below. And as Carl is sharing the episode, um, uh, yeah, you know the. They, they, things have been things have been pretty uh, pretty different uh, in 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 my world. Um, you know, uh, just just completed a a, a move. Um, so this place is yeah. so different. Yeah, yeah. Just completed a move. Uh, so my current uh, apartment is uh, you know still still gonna be here. Still gonna be Codex Prime Studios. But my OLED, my pride and joy has shipped off to my new place so that's when you know that the move is official it is complete it's the baby yep <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like i like when i when i moved the oled uh, my dad helped me and it's it's really light actually um the heaviest thing is like is the pedestal which even then it's not even that heavy but it does require two people to lift so i i prepared my the back seat of my car um, I had I laid down the moving blankets to make the back seat a little even. I I had pillows um, stuffed in the back of it and in the front of it. I had my back seats rear all the way set all the way back, mm-hmm. so that way there's like no rocking and rocking and jostling as I was driving uh, to my new new spot, and it went off without a hitch. I sat down my OLED in my new place on my new TV stand. Um, and it was beautiful, man. And, and let me tell you something: like the new place has great natural lighting, so that even, so that even you know, with with like the 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 the, the deep blackness of like of like dark scenes, it's still the the detail is still fine, and 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 then just so lovingly, ooh, fully realized. Lovingly. Yes. Realized. Uh, lovingly realized. Yes. Yes. That's that's that's, that's different. Oh yes, on 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 my. On my LG OLED display, my PlayStation Five, it's all hooked up, so I'm back, back on back on that scene now. And my my, my movie collections all also moved over, so it's glorious. And um, let me tell you something, man. It's 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 great, man. It's a great feeling. You gotta make it weird, huh? Listen, man. When I, I know this movie's coming out this Friday, but you know, I can't wait to watch in 4K at my new place, Ari Aster's new film, Bo is Afraid. 
I, you know, I would, I, I you know, I, I was hoping you would say something, you know, like Avatar to give that. Oh, oh, I want to see Avatar two. Like Avatar two, if it comes, The Way of Water, if it comes out in four K. Oh, it did. It's definitely it. It definitely is. Holy shit! I mean, you already know. I mean, <sighs> there's, no, there's no pants in that. No pants. It's gonna be a no pants affair. You get the bucket and the mop, man. You're disgusting. I mean. <sighs> You know, the theaters aren't the only floors that are sticky. But anyway. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 great great times, great times in the world of uh of Victorville. Um, thank thank you, uh, Allie, for uh, uh, for your congratulations. It's it's a great feeling, you know, you know, onward and upward progress, you know, especially when you got an OLED. And PS5 and some 4K UHDs and some Ari Aster movies mm. or, and some A24 or the or, Resident Evil 4 remake. Yo, guess listen. Just, let, let's just start. Well, well, listen. I, I I ordered my copy from Best Buy. It's, I have my copy at the house. Nice. Have you have you played it? I'm a father now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but but yeah I I actually I'm trying to I'm trying to here's the thing yeah. the only way I was able to beat Resident Evil 2 remake mm-hmm. is with my Infinity Bazooka mm. oh you haven't you haven't uh, I haven't even tried it's it's in this it's in the console mm-hmm. it's been downloaded it's been copied mm-hmm. it's just waiting for me to turn on mm. but here's the thing Resident Evil 2 remake Beat yep. that with my Infinity Bazooka. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3 remake. Yep. Beat that with my Infinity Bazooka. That's the only way. I have not seen any way that I can purchase mm. the Infinity Bullets. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, trust me, it's 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 worth playing like a regular playthrough. Um, like the Resident Evil 2 uh, remake, that is. But, but Resident Evil 4, I ordered my copy from Best Buy and... It turned out that I had a whole bunch of like five dollar gift certificates I never used, so I got that game for twenty six bucks. Get the mm. yes, 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 yeah, bargains. That's how for you the do. Win. Yes, bargains for the win. Listen, listen. Did you have time while the baby keeps you awake? <laughs> you know, it's fun. You got a point, Stephen. Because here's the thing: she loves watching me play video games. And I play the most violent video games ever. <laughs> she watched me play The Last of Us Part 1 remake. Mm-hmm. And she just sat there like, mm, eh, eh. while her mother, very conservative woman, just sat there and just watched me like, you know, I was I died a couple of times mm-hmm. while I played as Ellie. And she's sitting there like, anybody who hits a little girl like that deserves to die. <laughs> oh, then Ellie chopped. And then Ellie freaking... Takes oh, yeah. a machete to home dude's face. Please tell me you watched. You started watching the show yet? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching it. I'm gonna start watching it soon. I still only watched the first episode. What the fuck, Mando? I watched episode one on yesterday. What the fuck, Vic? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm more of a film guy. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> this is Mando. Mando brought you back home. It did, but you know I'm. I'm 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 gonna proceed with caution on season three because season two has such a great ending, and then you know Book of Boba Fett where they were like, yeah, let's undo that because I'm bored with Boba Fett. Let's bring back Grogu. So it's like, 
I don't know. You're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to do a lot of. Uh, you're gonna have to impress me heavily with Mando season three to justify walking back season two's ending. As great as that was, I'm just saying. Point proven. Um, I'm like I said, things are progressing. Things are progressing. Mm. You know, some you know, surprisingly like guest appearances. I'm like, really? Mm. Okay. Okay. Like, even more than Bill Burr. Because Bill Burr in a Star Wars universe is still a little bizarre to me, even though he was great in it. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it got worse. All right, um, I want to say one, I, there's like different ones, but it's just it requires spoilers. Okay. Well, well, uh, shocking I, one. One really shock. This week shocked me. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll definitely get around to you know watching Mando. Uh, I'll I'll catch up with the season, that and the Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us, though, you need to like prioritize. I know. I, I've I've played the first game multiple times. I know where it's going. I want to see how it gets there in this TV show for sure. But I'll get what's there. good about What's good about the Last of Us? I can't I can't stop singing this show's praises. Mm. It gives more depth to certain characters. Yeah, you know there was they 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 give you there's more story there's more meat to certain characters that we like. I don't know. I can't. I just don't, I don't want to spoil it for All you. Right. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get there. Believe me, I'll get there. You know, but um, I do want to get. I do want to get. I do have an announcement to make. Okay. Oh man, this is. This was pretty. This was pretty life changing for me. I mean, I wouldn't say not as having a daughter, but um, <laughs> but close. Yeah. So I, DJ Mister Bird, am now a member of the Fleet DJs. As a huge, one of the like biggest DJ companies in the world. Okay. I mean, if you think my network, my web of networking is big now, mm-hmm. oh, just imagine the plethora of guests mm. that we like. There's literally like 600 DJs in the world. Mm-hmm. Not to mention they have other types of content creators, podcasters, rappers, singers, um videographers bloggers you name it they got it Mm. and now i'm a part of that nice that's awesome man congrats thank you it's big big shout outs to donnie battle who's my breakdancing teacher from back in the day who's who still continues to mentor me he he's a member of fleet and he's like man you i see the moves that you're making you need to get in on this right now hmm so it's like told a, me about it, like to the point where they have like conferences in like Vegas. That's dope. Yeah, so it's like a invite only, or it's like do you sign up for it, or um, there's a there's a process, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been I was accepted and I'm part of the crew. That's what's literally up. as of like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! Congrats, man! Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, making big moves, yes, man. We like to see it. All E Fleet. <laughs> e Fleet, yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to come up with a 
Photoshop. I want to do that so bad. <laughs> I really do. I really do. But yes, I I am a fleet. I am a fleet DJ now. So nice, man. That's it's gonna be major. Like the plethora of guests that we are going to have on this show, especially if we do more hip hop theme ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, and for for all y'all looking for for a DJ out there, yo. DJ Mr. Bird is part of the fleet now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Get get on the get on the bird train, people. Yep. But <laughs> speaking of all e-fleet. All right. This past Friday, I was all elite. Ah. As I was at AEW uh the AEW Rampage show mm-hmm. that was at the Ryan Center in um Oh, in Kingston at URI? Yeah, at URI. And yeah, it was a nice, good show. We actually ended up getting two ROH TV tapings, Mm. then Rampage, and then Battle of the Belts. Oh, wow. How long was that? It was like from 8 to midnight. Okay. So like four hours? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Sat second row. Okay. Made it onto TV. (laughs) I screenshotted myself. It's actually on YouTube. The match is actually on YouTube. Hold on. All right, here we go. You won't be able to see it because it's on my phone, but during the uh, Ethan Page hook match. Oh, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> like, once I saw that, once I saw the, uh, I'll need you for my next party for myself because mm-hmm. I got, yo, let me know. Let me, uh, I traveled. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, it was, yeah, that was, that was a cool experience. And then during the ROH taping, um, the Kingdom came out, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, Maria Canellis. So I'm sitting as close as I am. Mm-hmm. Mike Bennett's right there. And I was just like, yo, Mike, because I used to train with Mike. Yeah. And he's like, yo, and throws me a shirt. Oh, that's that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's cool. He still remembers you. Yeah. That was yeah, that was just like, yo, how, I'm like, can this night get any better? No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw some pictures too. Uh David Morales was there too. Oh, and you got a picture, picture with Thunder Rosa. Okay. All right. Who just happened to be, uh, I think she's doing, um, it looked like she was doing Spanish commentary for AEW. Okay. So, so yeah, we, I just caught her and I'm like, I'm like, oh, snap, the show's over. Hey, you mind if I get a picture of you? Oh, yeah, sure. Click. Nice. And she happens to just know David Morales too, so. Wow. Small world, man. And then, of course, look who makes an appearance. Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So big, yo, big shout outs to Ed, big shout outs to Eddie from UWO. He, you know, he brought me the tickets as like a godparent, as like a baby shower gift. Nice. That's what's up. And dude, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was a good show all around. Great seats. Mm. Um, got to see Orange Cassidy. You know, Orange Cassidy saw. The Jericho Appreciation Society turn on the acclaim. Mm-hmm. Hook puts Ethan Page through a table. Darby Allen getting beat up by Brian Cage and Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. Jay Cargill. Those abs are real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And still got to network with, and end up networking with uh, Rich Palladino, who's done a lot of uh, indie wrestling announcing for like the past 30 years. And he works for, I know he works for Beyond, which is one of the biggest. Uh, Promotions in the area, so nope. oh yeah, Ty Valkyrie came out too. Nice. So yeah, it was a yeah, it was a 
great yeah it was a great time yes that's awesome man um that's right claudio wheeler you know, oh, Black, blackpool combat club yeah they were there and the new roh pure champion was there oh wow katsuri shibata yep nice <laughs> yeah i'm glad to see him wrestling again yeah that was a, that was it yo that was a dope show yeah it that's awesome show. um as a matter of fact, yeah, let me just bang out what I've been up to. <laughs> um, let's see. On the comic front, and I promise you this is it. If I can. All right, here we go. So I end up, you know, big shout outs to uh, Jason Richardson, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And I end up picking up two of his uh, titles. The first one is uh, Mega Rant, was Mega Rant's Random Lyricism. And I need to reach out to him because I would love to have Mega Rand on the show. Oh, that'd be dope. Man, listen. Yeah, the listen. theme song for Up, Up, Down, Down? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so I picked up his comic book that he did for him. And then his Super, his Super Bonnie J1. This dude was talented. Oh. So, like, everything that he says, he just backed it up. He backs it up. And that's one brother that you do want to support. Indeed. So, yeah. So, Mega Rand and Random... And um, Super J- Super Bonnie J One definitely like pick those up. Go to J One Studios dot com to pick those up because you definitely want to you would definitely want to support this brother. And uh, Code Name Ric Flair. Oh my God, this was <laughs> hilarious. This was so fun to read. I- I'm gonna need for you to pick it up. Code Name Ric Flair. Yes. Uh, ri- uh, it's by it's published by Scout Comics, and uh, it's written by James Hake and uh, Raphael. La- Lorero, excuse me if I butchered any of those names. So what this is about is like Rick Flair, he survives his 1975 plane crash, mm-hmm. but and he is rebuilt and, rec- and recruited by the United States government as a top secret agent. <laughs> Styling and profiling 007. Oh, it's Rick Flair. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's Rick Flair. Rick 007 Rick Flair. Nice. Double O. Woo! Okay. There's a lot of those in the comic. I'm like, you kind of have to do it. Mm, I bet. It's a fun It's a fun story. Like, it, it's... Pick it up, because you will definitely, definitely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, one of my uh, recent eBay pickups was Incredible Hulk 256 from 1981. Which is the first appearance of Sabra, who is actually getting ready to make hit her uh, MCU debut in Captain America and Captain America New World Order. <laughs> Basically, Incredible Hulk two. Okay. The more I see, the more I see the characters who are in it, I'm like, this is literally like America, Incredible Hulk two. Oh yeah, like, Just, a, like their backdoor way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Universal's being a dick yeah universal still has the rights to solo hulk movies which i don't know why they just yeah yeah but i wish i can mm. no they see the money that they're doing they're like yeah oh my god let's just capitalize on this as much as we can mm. okay but yeah i got that one and then also i didn't read this because i picked it up for the sake of the cover was the new Planet of the Apes, excuse me, the new Planet of the Apes comic that Marvel is doing since they 
own the rights. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know. I just think it looks like it's based off the more uh, recent Matt Reeves movies. Mm-hmm. So I say pick it up if you read it. Tell me how it is. That's right, Donnie Battle Fleet or Fleet all day. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, those are my what I've been up to's. Okay, nice. Yeah, uh, things I've been up to. Um, yeah, well, yeah, like I said, just uh, just completed a big move, and uh, so I haven't had much much time in the way of new movies and uh, new movies and, and things. But I did manage to finish a video game, uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. Really? Yep. Which I which which I finished. Uh, that's the sequel to a Plague Tale Innocence from mm-hmm. 2019. This one is. Um, this one came out last year. It was nominated for a few game awards. Um, it's 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 a solid sequel. Um, it's is definitely uh, definitely a, a very intense, dark, uh, very, quite emotional um, in in parts. It's it's much. It's definitely longer than than a Play Tale Innocence, where it was like a dozen hours. This one's like close to twenty. But it's like very. But the narrative is uh, is just pretty engaging. It's very. It's just like very gripping, and um, it has it has it expands on more of like the concepts that in the first game, like some stealth gameplay, more so stealth gameplay, uh, more, um, some some more, some more more action oriented beats than than the first. But yeah, like if you if you like the first game, uh, Playtale Innocence, then this one is definitely worth continuing the story, and. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, in, I'm I'm intrigued to see where they go with with this uh, series if they do make a third one. But yeah, man, it was it was worth finishing. It took me about because I you know I was playing it off and on, so um, it took me about a month to finish. But I'm glad that I, I've gotten that out of the way. So yeah, that's 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 what I've been mostly up to the past something, week or so. Something to hold you off until you get your Resident Evil Four in the mail. Oh yeah, like I'm getting it tomorrow and it delivers. So when I come home from work. Yeah, like that. That game's received like universal praise, man. Are you gonna fake sick once you see that it arrived on your doorstep? <laughs> I just gave you an idea. I, I, I just, I just might, you know. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I, I, will, I will not be mad, man. Because like that, that Resident Evil Four remake's gotten like 10, 10 out of ten yeah, from like man. multiple. IGN gave it a ten. Um, like multiple sites and and publications have like praised this game to high heaven. I'm like, wow! Like, well, Resident Evil Four is regarded as one of the best Resident Evil games throughout the entire franchise. Oh yeah, absolutely! Like Resident Evil Four is definitely my favorite of the franchise. So to see them make a produce a remake that's on par with that, well, I I'm super curious. You would put it above eight. A uh, village. Yeah, I, I put I put it above Village, but Village was fun. Um, I still haven't played uh, Resident Evil Village Gold Edition, where you can play it in, from a third person perspective, and you can see Ethan's face. And then there's like a DLC where you play as his daughter. But um, I I don't know if I'll probably get to get to it if the DLC like for for like cheap if I can get it for cheap. Yeah, yeah eventually because I played Resident Evil Village like a ridiculous amount of times. Yeah, yeah. we know, <laughs> you know, Mister. I was conflicted. I mean, I mean, I mean, what can I say, man? You know, lady, if what Lady D wants, Lady D gets. Listen, listen. If she wants to, if she wants to step on my face like Tony Atlas, what am I supposed to do, Carl? Dance, Lady D. 
It, it is Lady D. I had never seen the internet so sprung over a video game character. No, I'm lying. Because remember when Laura Croft came, first came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all, all the... Yeah, listen, Laura Croft like brought all the middle middle school boys to the yard back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. You, you, so you, you haven't cashed in on a bet yet? I, I hadn't had time to watch a Tubi movie. Um, I, I, I will get to it. It's not going to take me a year like Limitless, I promise. Just give me just give me like another month. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. I, I, need, I need to I need to get, because I've fallen off a bit on my movie watching because of this move, so I need to get back on my regular pattern of watching movies, catching up with films. I know exactly what we're going to do. You know? I know exactly what we're going to do. When you... So you plan on coming to see the baby right next week, right? No, Carl. We're going to do a watch along. No. We're going to call, we're going to do a watch along. We'll call Eddie from UW because he wants to do this, but he wants, no. he sent me a video. He I, I, I made you, me you, record a video. You, you showed me that video, Carl. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. This is what it says. If I can get to it. God, so Here we go. He, I know. Here you, we go. you showed, what he got. No, you showed me that. You have to watch this Tubi movie that Carl's telling you to. You have to. And then when you want to do a review on it, if you want to watch one, I will be a guest. We will review this together. This is fucking hilarious. You are a movie buff. You will laugh and maybe shit and piss yourself watching this movie. This is how funny it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what movie is he referencing? The Psychic. That's the one with. Well, it's not. It's not the frying pan. Oh. <laughs> no, the frying pan's a whole TV show. Oh, I'm not watching. TV yeah, show. we're not doing that. We're we're not gonna watch. Uh, we're not going to watch a whole entire show just to see. Clink, <laughs> Why haven't I not yet edited that to the point where I just like take that dude and then like photo and pose and put him in the smooth criminal video? I mean, you could. He did the he did the Michael Jackson lead pretty well too. <laughs> when he took that hit. Oh my god! <sighs> Look. I'm talking about the missed punch heard around the world. Oh, he throws a punch one direction and the guy falls the other direction. And the girl just sits there, watches it, then reacts. Mm. Wow. Uh, I mean, there is the one where the dude gets shot and the dude getting shot makes the sound effect with his mouth. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> oh, these movies are jank. He said, Blow. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't even impactful. Not even a. Wow. <laughs> wow. Listen, Carl. Let let me. You know. You know. Next month is our eight year. Can you believe it? Eight year eight anniversary. Years. Yes. Eight years of the Codex Prime podcast. Dude, this thing has been a huge integral part of my life, and I am capitalized. And it's just it's. It's finally like, how do I say it? Paying off. Yeah. Yeah. In many in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
and 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 you know for our eight year anniversary uh, show, whenever that is in May, I, I I will review the movie then. I'm saying we should do a watch along. So so give watch me along. give me time. Watch along to watch it. Okay. Nope. Watch along. Listen. For the record, the movie's only one hour. But I could be doing so much with that one hour. Yeah. Recording the British podcast. <laughs> so might as well just kill two birds in one stone. I'll think about it. I'll take it under advisement. He's not. <laughs> I'll take it under consideration. All right? Uh, that's all I can promise you. I can, I can promise you I'll take it under consideration, you know? And, uh, yeah, we'll think about it. <laughs> Watch along. No. If it makes you feel a little bit any better, Tubi has commercials so you can t- take a breather. I don't know, man. Well, I, I, all I know is that it can't be any worse than Cannibal Holocaust. That that I that much I know. Um. Here's the thing. Cannibal Holocaust is a snuff film. It was just gruesome for the sake of being gruesome. These are comedies that weren't supposed to be comedies. <laughs> Those are the best kinds. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like when, it's kind of like when Tyler Perry tries to do a serious movie without Medea, but then it ends up being unintentionally funny. Yeah, pretty much. So like uh, Acrimony or Temptation, which is still my favorite Tyler Perry movie, by the way. Really, I like the Family I Praise. That was a good one. No, I, I like Temptation because for all the wrong reasons, basically. Yeah, it's 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 just unintentionally funny. Yeah, I I enjoyed a family. I did enjoy a family that praise, mm. and big happy family. Medea's big happy family had a nice little story to it. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it did. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, let's get on to our main topic. All right, our main topic as uh, one of the fire trucks is driving past uh, the street here. Uh, so yeah, our our main topic is movies that we think should be remade, mm. and uh, yeah, uh, whether it's movies that were you know booty back in the day and could use an actual good version that today, or movie that was halfway decent in the past and could use like a good twenty twenty three sheen, you know we're gonna we're gonna run through some movies. Um, we don't have any lists, so we'll just like it's gonna be off the cuff. Yep, off the cuff. So uh, whatever whatever suggestions you have, feel free to throw them in the chat. Movies you think should be re- remade as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's get to it. Uh, Carl, let's, let's start with you. What, what, what you got? Hmm. Well, I think... And I heard, uh, last I checked, this was actually in the works. Mm -hmm. But I think we could use another Masters of the Universe. Hmm. Okay. Yes. A modern day Masters of the Universe? Yes. I remember the 80s movie. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to? Not really. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Masters of the Universe could you could desperately use a 
a, a, a live action remake that does it justice instead of like taking place in the 80s with some kid who uses a magical synthesizer machine and then Frank Langella plays Skeletor that was some weird casting back then <laughs> um, yeah I, I remember thinking, oh, oh man, that was so cool. They they made He Man live, and that's what that was the purpose of that movie. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, as as a little kid, it's like you don't know any. We, we don't know any better. But now you look at it, it's like even even by even by the standards of corny, eighties kitschy movies, Masters of the Universe is still pretty bad. So. And, and and when you think about the you know the renewed popularity of like the you know the newer He-Man cartoons that came out in like in the last decade or so, She-Ra as well, yeah, we we could we could certainly use a, a a live action Masters of the Universe remake. Question is, who would you cast in it? Maybe some like relative unknowns or up and comers. Um, that makes me think. Who would you cast as Skeletor though? Holy Skeletor! Yeah. you can you can cast anybody. Um, you know what? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, be up his alley. Be a Loki, Loki type character. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Cast him. Um, I don't know. Whoever played uh Malekith in Thor, Thor: The Dark World. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The Dark World is not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. It's just not. The best, but it's just mediocre at worst. It is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Courtney Cox was in that movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh my god, Christina Pickles. Yeah, if they can bring back Dolph Lundgren to place, have a cameo. Yeah, oh, okay, cameo. Yeah, there's a cameo. cameo. <laughs> Oh man. oh, man. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. All right, your turn. Who you got? What you got? What you got? Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. <clears throat> you know, thinking about this, uh, when you think about movies that were snout back in the day and that could use a remake, you know what? Let's see a remake of white chicks. Okay. I recently watched that and I still laughed. No, no, no. See, 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 white chicks was some bullshit back in the day, um, you know, with the Wayne's brothers. Uh, but this one, I'm thinking, okay, have white chicks be a horror remake. Oh my God. Produced by A24. Nope, nope. Or, or Neon, or one of those two. And, you know, it could be, you know, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, about, the, about Lovecraft Country. Like you know the scene where um oh gosh, I forget I forget I forget the actress's name. Where, Angela Lewis? No, the the one who plays like the older sister. Um Oh, it's gonna fuck with me, so I'm going to <laughs> Oh man, she was also in um His House and uh Loki. She played like one of the T V A agents. Oh, um uh No, that's not her. No, I think it's I think it's Wunmi Mosaku. Or Masako yep. or something? Yep, Masako. Yeah. yeah. Ha, like, you, you remember the scene in, in Lovecraft Country where, you know, she transforms into this white woman and then she's, like, working at this apartment store? Yeah. So have a scene, have scenes, have scenes where, 
you know, the these 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 white these so called like the white chicks. You can you can you can even bring back the Wayne's brothers, right? And have this be a dramatic, dramatic horror remake. And Wayne and Marlon Wayne's is a good dramatic actor, right? He doesn't do enough of that. So have have scenes where they're where they're where they're trans instead of them applying makeup, right, to be transformed into these white chicks, you see you see scenes where their black skin melts off their faces and they're shedding skin like a like an ugly snake. That wouldn't be white chicks. It and, would just be a whole different thing. And they transform into these two grotesque looking, you know, albino, you know, like white women and, you know, and you can and you can have like a you can, you can have like some sort of like weird quasi commentary about, you know, about race and like whiteness and all this. But like make it a horror remake. Um you know, have 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 like a weird body horror scenes where they transform, and just have a twenty four go nuts on it. Have Ari Aster produce it. Now you just or, now you just or he can write the screenplay, um, directing. Maybe we can have somebody else direct it, but um, but yeah, we can have some involvement there, and you know, just 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 make it just make it something that when you watch the movie, you're not too sure if you feel good about the experience. But you just know that you watched a movie, not just a movie, an A24 movie. You are an awful human being. White chicks. Wait, wait, who's boycotting this show? Oh, um, Gary. Gary. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the comments here. Uh, Gary Threat says, I'm boycotting this show because of the worst superhero movie bracket, LOL. Justice for Judge Dredd. <laughs> Yo, um... <laughs> First of all, please don't boycott the show, <laughs> Gary. We love you, man. Um, you betrayed the law. Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie was awful. Um, let me let me see. A movie that could be remade with twenty twenty three eyes. What you got? It wouldn't be received well. Once I thought about it, it would not be received well. Oh, let's hear it. Dead presidents. Hmm. I don't know. It'd probably be like more of a sequel type of deal, but yeah. You it's some it's just one of those if it ain't broke don't try to fix it. Yeah, like Dead Presidents to this day still hasn't arrived on Blu-ray, which is no, no, not even on Criterion. No, I know Criterion had like a laser disc of that movie back in the day. I think, but if if a movie if any movie deserves to be like remastered, like in Blu-ray or four K, oh absolutely, yeah, yeah, that that's a huge just off the soundtrack alone. Oh yeah. That's one of the best put together soundtracks for any movie. Yeah, the big payback, James Brown. Well, that was my shit. Oh, I was listening to it the other day too. <laughs> I had my. I was just going through my original samples playlist. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Oh man. Let's 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 think of a. Hmm. A good movie. Okay, a, a movie that needs. Or we can go on further. Like, if you wanted to just like be disrespectful and take like a beloved classic, don't do that. No, <laughs> and just no. remake it. No. Okay, Gilda. 
Yeah, we don't need that. We don't, we don't need a remake of Gilda. They'll do it. Yeah, they probably do would. It. Yeah, you just cast Emma Stone. It might be depending on what they do with it, but it's be like, did you really need to do it though? Even if oh, it turns yeah. out good. Um, let's see. Uh, movies. A modern day Foxy Brown. I'm just going by what's on your wall. <laughs> a modern day Foxy. You know. Because mm, we've had remakes, we have we've had like uh, modern. They they, they have there was yeah. like a mini original gangsters. But that was mm. no. I was gonna say, hold on, boom, light bulb. Original gangsters, okay. Uh huh. But it's their descendants. They're they're kind of old. They're grandchildren. Okay. They all meet up somehow. They learn the ways, but then they all meet up. Mm-hmm. And the original gangsters, the ones that were still around, yep. they're mentors. I could see that. And they end up coming together in creating an empire. Hmm. Okay. I could see I could see that being put together. Um yeah, that kind of reminds me. I was gonna say it kind of reminds me of like the there was like a mini like a like blink if you, blink and you miss it like resurgence of like uh, remakes of black exploitation films like there was a remake of Superfly from a few years ago. Yeah, it was, <laughs> which I heard was terrible. Um, I heard there was like a reboot of Shaft with like Samuel. He plays like the grandson. <laughs> yeah, like there was like, a young actor who played the grandson, and then Samuel L. Jackson was there. I was like, mm, no, nobody asked for that really. He did it for the check. Yeah. Um, oh, we got uh, AK. Uh-oh. You got AK in here. And and your main man, Stuber. <laughs> Meg the Stallion as Foxy Brown. You know what? I'm yeah. not mad. I'm not mad at that casting. Meg the Stallion? I, listen, I'm not listen, mad at it. I like Meg the Stallion. Don't get me wrong, but... and Is she an actress, though? As listen, Foxy Brown? Listen, Beyonce freaking act. That's true. And it's not good. <laughs> Her acting is awful. I wouldn't say Beyonce's acting is awful. I've seen worse, but it's like Beyonce's kind of like playing like slightly above herself. Like she stays, she stays, she stays well in her lane. Basically, she doesn't really stretch as a thespian. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. I was just scrolling through the comments here. Robo- oh, Gary Threat says RoboCop, especially with social media and racial tensions against law enforcement, will be interesting. Hmm. You know that would be interesting because, like, I know New York undercover. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like, uh, uh, with there was a, there was a 2012 uh, reboot of RoboCop, which wasn't very good, but it had some some cool ideas in it, though. But uh, a, a modern day remake, if done right, I could see it. Like, if they if they hit the if they have to hit, they have to really hit the right note with a RoboCop remake. If they did it again, okay. A modern day New York undercover. Mm. Okay. I think it could work. If only if they ignore the end of season three and season four. <laughs> if they just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretend that didn't happen. It just didn't happen. No, it, 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 we will not acknowledge it. That's right. Yeah, like bring, if you bring back Michael DiLorenzo, you know, Lauren Velez, Malik Yoba. Yeah, just bring them all back for like one more thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be down with But they're the veteran cops. Hmm. Bringing up a newer generation. Okay, some rookies. That'd be interesting, though. Like, a, like a, a, if, you, if you did, like, if, if this was, like, you know, you're thinking about this, about this as, like, a TV show? Yeah. Perhaps? Like, if you did, a, if you did a, like, a reboot 
or maybe a, a remake of New York Undercover. You have like the old cast as, as like the as like the veterans. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll follow the same formula where they'll have like the soundtracks because that was a big character of in the, it in the was show. it was not yeah Natalie's was his own yeah so you can have like a whole bunch of like mumble rappers at the end yeah during at the theme that they're just mumble rap at the at the end credits at Natalie's with people like you know like filming them on their smartphones in the crowd yeah i don't think we need to see that though but (laughs) (laughs) everything else could work (laughs) um all right Ooh, they have to yo hit us with the ideas okay so ak i uh, I, i'm not mad at that meg the stallion casting though okay well well, yeah we'll we'll see we'll see um Make the Stallion as Foxy Brown. I could see that. I mean, it, it'll probably be more of a comedy, if anything else. It would be. Yeah, but yeah. Um, let me see. So, uh, AK uh, Aaron Ferguson says justice for Stallone's version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no justice for Stallone's version because, as your main man Stubert says, the Carl Urban 2012 ju- dread was much better. Uh, um, remake a Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Remake Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Hmm. It'll just be yeah. It could be a comedy. Exactly what it is. Undercover brother and black dynamite crossover. <laughs> I'm for it. Hey, <laughs> you know what's Eddie? What's Eddie Griffin doing nowadays? You know he's still doing stand up and stuff. Okay. Oh, Gary Threat says, "Nah, give me. I'm gonna get you, sucker." One rib. <laughs> I show sure am hungry. hungry. <laughs> and at the end, he, he just takes with a stack. <laughs> He pays for the stack, and then at the end, he just walks out with the ribs anyway. <laughs> uh, Aaron says, remake The Running Man well, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, oh, man. You, you, you know, I, I've said this before on the podcast, but one movie that desperately needs a remake is The Wiz. Because the original they Wiz... Did it, they did it, but it was just a broad, it was more of a Broadway thing. Yeah, but like the original Wiz, it doesn't hold up. As I've said in the highest, the old Wiz, is, it doesn't hold up. It's terrible. This one, <laughs> this one, a, a Wiz remake with 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 with, better, with somebody who has experience in filming a, a, a movie musical, better camera work, ca- age appropriate casting. You cast Dorothy as a teenager. <laughs> All right, not a forty-five-year-old woman playing playing a twenty-four-year-old. Diana Ross is awesome, but she was not right for the role. Okay, you 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 have you have sets that actually look good. Okay, you you have sets that actually look good that can look great on film. All right, you have dynamic camera work. Okay, you know that. Well, they want. Well, no, because Media Man would not hold <laughs> a modern day Media Man. Well, a modern day Blank Man could work. It could work, modern day Blank Man. Um, I, I have an idea. You can make it a dark, gritty reboot. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think Meteor Man could work. A, a remake could work if you change the if you change it to where he doesn't lose his powers the more he uses them. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I thought that was I thought that kind of shortchanged the character, um, and as long and as long as you don't have the creep, you know, making another appearance in it. Everyone in their twenties look forty two back in the seventies. That is true. That is very that true. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of a, a lot of, a lot of old heads back in the day. 
Yeah, they <laughs> they look twenty years older than than they were. Like Sherman Hemsley, I think he was in his like late thirties when he was in the Jeffersons. I, I thought he was twenty years older. Jeez, man, people people just didn't age well. But I, I guess it was, it was just it was just how people dressed back in the day. Yeah, that and probably like a lot of lead in, lead in the water, I believe, asbestos. Um, uh, nice. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what? I'm so glad Gary Threat said this because if you talk about snout movies from back in the day. Hot, stop calling it snout. Stop insulting greatness. Harlem Nights was not greatness. Harlem Nights is greatness. I think Harlem Nights is wholly deserving of a remake. You're talking about um, the original Harlem Nights was, I have two words to describe Harlem Nights, the original. Wasted potential. Nope. This movie, nope. You, can, you can avoid the mistakes by not having like Eddie Murphy direct it. You can have it where you can take that concept of, you know, black, you know, you know, black 30s Harlem gangsters and all that. That's great, right? That's a great setting, great setup. Have it. You can even you can you can either lean on the drama, lean on a comedy, make it a dramedy. This time you can have a better you can have a better cast. The blasphemy. Correct. You can have a much better cast. You can have a cast that actually is as funny on camera as they were off camera. Okay, none of these stories that you heard about the making of the original film where the ca- the cast was like a barrel of laughs when the camera was off, but when they came on, suddenly oh nobody had any chemistry. Every all, all everybody tried way too hard. That Arsenio Arsenio Hall tried way too hard to ring a laugh. Hey, quick, quick! I'm like, dude, stop, stop! You are you are cringeworthy right now. Have it to where everybody you 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 get great comedians, great comedic actors. They all hit. They all they all hit the right notes. Everybody has chemistry, chemistry on screen, which the first film lacked sorely. That's where Harlem Nights can shine. A, re- a 2023 remake can shine in ways that the original Eddie Murphy movie did not and could not. That, 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 that is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Listen, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> you all, all y'all know that I'm right. <laughs> I am right about this. Listen. There is no blasphemy. Every, listen. <laughs> if... Everybody have pro- has proved you wrong at Codex 300 and told you that mm. Off the Wall is the better Michael Jackson album. Nope. It's, it's, you still... No. You no. still... You were no. convinced. We have proved. We no. have showed you. The majority has spoken. Listen, listen, listen. Our audience spoke. I have said it once. I've said it a thousand times. But the difference between Off the Wall and Thriller, one of those, we had one album that not only was a great album, but an album that not only changed the culture, but changed culture, period. A, a, a world a world shaker, culture changer. The other one was just a really good album. You no. know, you want to know what Off the Wall no. was? Off the, off the Wall was Mike. This is good, but you're not ready. Come back when you are. And Micah said, I, I'm not ready. Bet. Did he you came back really? with. Did he, you? He did came you back. Really? Did yeah. you Did you really? Did you really yeah. just call off the wall the solo Sokoa of Michael Jackson albums? <laughs> I'm calling it the solo Sokoa and Austin Theory 
of, 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 of his albums. Like, you're good, but you're not ready. Come back to me when you are. Michael Jackson said, bet. He came back three years later with Thriller, and he not only came up with a really great album, but he changed culture as a whole. He changed the culture, black culture, you know, across the diaspora, and he changed human culture worldwide. I. I, y'all talking about y'all talking about this really strange criticism about Thriller being oh it's the white it's the white Michael Jackson album. Oh, it is oh, oh really oh really like 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 black folks like y'all weren't jamming to Billy Jean beat it PYT want to be starting something human nature you gonna tell me that with a straight face nah I don't we think will so. we will so you know what I say to that listen Stephen A you know I'm right you know the, you the are people, wrong the people you know. are wrong. The people know I'm right. All right. All right. <laughs> he made thriller. He made thriller. Wait, wait, you gotta say it right. He made, he made thriller. 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 <laughs> yeah. The simple fact that we can you know, <laughs> this is something this is something too. This is a testament of the Chappelle show right here. Uh-huh. The simple fact that we can just quote it. Yeah. Word for word and both of our timings was on point. That's true. Didn't even need like a count. We mm-hmm. just looked at each other and just mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. The testament of that show. Now, okay, you, we're jumping, we're jumping way off the subject here. Yeah. Um, if we we'll, we'll get back, going people. to need mm-hmm. a movie that could use a remake, a twenty twenty three remake. Mm-hmm. Three ninjas, uh, and you give much more depth to the. Listen, we had Martin and Gina, mm-hmm. we had Corey and Topanga, yes, but there is no love story mm-hmm. like Rocky loves Emily. <laughs> Rocky <laughs> loves Emily. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, Three Ninjas would be fire with twenty with twenty twenty three eyes. You know, if done right, you know, if you if you get like a if you get a director who can who's directed some critically acclaimed like like kids films, yeah, you could I could see that. Like maybe um, oh gosh, who directed uh like whoever directed the first Shazam movie, I could see them probably doing a decent job. Okay. Um, I would I would say like whoever directed the Karate Kid movie with a. Uh, Jaden Smith, but which wasn't a bad movie. I heard it was all right. I heard it was. It, it really wasn't. Like you, you kind of like you. You felt that movie a bit. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see that. Three ninjas. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know what? You you may. Ooh, oh, Stuart had a good one. Remake the Good Son. Oh my God! I Yo, remember. Macaulay Culkin was scary as. Fuck in that movie. He was. He was like dangling Elijah Wood off the. Was it off the cliff or off the? It was tree? off a tree. Tree was like, you think you can fly? And the way he said it was like, damn it. Like, damn Kevin McAllister. Shit. Don't fuck with me. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Whose kid is this? <laughs> we clutching our pearls at the age of eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Warriors of virtue. Warriors of virtue. Oh, that god awful movie. I don't but you know what? It could use a modern day remake. Hmm. Warriors of Was that like a straight to video type Ooh, deal? It was in theaters. Oh. I don't think Warriors I, I, of Virtue. Hmm. I don't think I remember that one. It was a 1990 movie starring Ronnie 
the film was. It's, they had a sequel. Oh, in two thousand two, Warriors are virtually the return to Tao. Hmm. How about that? The film was based on a series of characters created by Chinese four, four sibling brothers who had okay. The story follows a young boy who stumbles into a mystical world based on the Tao Te Ching. Probably, excuse me for mm-hmm. saying for butchering that because I know I did. Mm-hmm. Where he meets the title of warriors. Warriors of virtue, anthropomorphic kangaroos who wield the powers of Tao and battle an evil warlord. So these are kangaroos who fight. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so like I'm getting like a tech a Tekken vibe from it. You know, Roger with the boxing gloves. Yeah, but I mean the martial arts could have been. It was oh. it, it was hmm. it was bad. Wow. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like, virtue was bad. Yeah, I'd say why not? I mean, fighting kangaroos, like, hopefully you don't you know, throw some, like, convincing CG and, like, you got yourself a halfway decent hit, I guess. <laughs> 1979, The Warriors. The Warriors is a good movie. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. I know there was a video game that came up for the PS2 based on it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, w- Warriors. Hmm. Yeah, I could kind of see that, a, a, a modern-day remake. Maybe, um, like, maybe something that, um, instead of, like, the late 70s, uh, maybe you can like set it in the '90s, maybe like ha- kind of like have like a retro, like a retro uh, setting to it. Because I think that Warriors in the in, in the modern day, I don't know. It's it, I'm kind of kind of iffy on that, but like yeah, maybe maybe like set it in the '90s, you can kind of still have that retro vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, G- Gary, you literally missed Warriors of Virtue by like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, other other snout movies that that should now we're just doing snout. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. Um, uh, hmm. Snout movies that, that that deserve a remake, or not deserve, or maybe should get a remake, that or could. or could get a remake rather. You know what? Uh oh. Why don't we get a remake of an of a '90s uh, cult classic, one that's uh, beloved by uh, certain um, members in um, the the black cinema audience. Let's let's get a let's get a twenty twenty three remake of Baps, and let's and let's and let's bring back Holly Berry's character. All right, why don't we just bring back her character? And um, the, uh, the, I know her her co star uh, re- passed away recently. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you can recast uh, uh, her uh, her co star, and. Uh, just, 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 just see what happens. Just, just see what happens. I want to see the, all the controversial think pieces and Twitter hashtags and threads about how egregiously offensive the thought of a BAPS remake would be in 2023. I just want to see people be insufferable about it. I, I just want to sit back and watch the world burn. <laughs> Why was I thinking about that phrase the other day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and 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 I want this, and I want you know who can play the oh, Niecy Nash. Yes, Niecy Nash and Holly Berry. And you want to know something? Love me some Niecy Nash. Oh my god, I thirst. I thirst for Niecy Nash. But go ahead. That's that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, you know, um, I want this movie to earn to have to earn Holly Berry's second Academy Award. The Baps remake and give Nisi Nash supporting actress too. <laughs> they take a trip to Fat Beach. Oh, 
Carl Bird said Fat Beach. I said Fat Beach. The the movie with Monique in it. Speaking of which, wow, Fat Beach. It's. Did you know that they are creating a documentary mm-hmm. about the Freak Nick with unreleased footage? What? It's happening. A documentary on Freak Nick with unreleased footage. Who and where? There are black folks in their 40s and 50s doing the Jordan Peele sweat right now. Oh, yeah. I, I can see I can see many a, a black preacher nationwide. Oh, it's bullets, happening. Sweating bullets right now at this uh, at this uh, untitled Freak Nick documentary, apparently. Well, honk for Jesus is Savior. So. <laughs> Good. That was that was that was gold. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine Dupri is producing it. Okay, okay. And it's supposed to be on Hulu. Oh man, oh man. Mom, I'm watching the fuck out of that. <laughs> Mommy, was that you in the movie? Shut up and go. Eat <laughs> oh no, it, it it ain't mommy. It's you. It's us. Like, ma. Really? <laughs> Is that how you met you and Daddy met? <laughs> it's probably true for a lot of them, but uh, yo, that's yeah, that's gonna be fun. Let me see you touch the ground. Anyway, listen. <laughs> hey, freak- I've been wanting to see a documentary of the Freak Nick, but oh my god, mm. are they still doing Freak Nicks? No. No, that ended. They had to end that because it got it got way too crazy. I bet it did. I bet it did. I mean, hashtag Freaknik twenty twenty three. I don't know. Let the people know. <laughs> but we're not we're not sponsoring that. <laughs> um, Aaron says somebody's mom's dad uncle's about to get exposed. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of exposures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have to look at the preacher sideways. Uh, but yeah, um, other, any, any, any other movies you, you, you think of that, that mm. you're going to make? Yep. It's going to be called, it's going to be called Freak Nick, the wildest party never told. Oh, Hey, they might, this might win the Oscar for best documentary, depending on how it turns out. <laughs> oh. oh, Freak Nick matured and became Essence Fest, <laughs> <laughs> says Aaron Ferguson. <laughs> Is that what Essence Fest is? A grown-up version of Freak Nick? I thought I would think there would yeah. be two wildly different things. No, it's like, all right, we calm down now. Let's do the Essence Fest. Or, or what if what if you have like a like a triple threat event, like three and one in one weekend? Freak Nick, Essence Fest, and NBA All Star Weekend. And you just have camera crews just like filming everything. You do now. It's called a freaking cell phone. Well, like an actual documentary crew putting everything together. You do now. It's called a cell phone. <laughs> I mean. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait to watch that movie. I can't wait to watch that documentary. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. I wonder. Hey, I guess a, a lot of people are going to they're gonna have that come to Jesus moment, I guess. <laughs> Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what, what I, I want. want. 
Miss Parker, Miss Parker. Oh man. Uh, oh man. Any other movies we could think of? I don't know. That was funny though. That was funny. Your pair, your face was priceless. Wow. Yeah. Um. What can we? Uh, while you're thinking, Gary Threat says Luke Cage. Luke Cage, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Really? He's gonna. So he's gonna. He's just gonna say nigga all the time in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what. That's literally what would happen. It would. But Luke Cage, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Hmm. Would you bring back Michael Coulter in the role? That's the only person I can think of to play Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, let me see. Um, uh, Gary Threat says, uh, going back to Freaknik, he says, that was my goal to make it through high school, get good grades, and make my way to Freaknik. Um, a lot of people <laughs> lot- traumatized with their mom's blasted. With squirt guns, twerking <laughs> to Uncle Luke. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah. This- it's going to happen. Hey. There's a reason why Doodoo Brown's an iconic, timeless uh, it song. Is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Doodoo Brown. Doodoo Brown. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, anyway. What, that Luke ran for mayor in my Dade County, Miami? Oh, did he? And he didn't win, of course, right? Nah. I'm surprised. It's Florida. But anyway. Um, yeah, other movies that, that should that would benefit from a remake or hmm trying to think trying to think of some others um hmm damn you know maybe not maybe not so much a remake but I would like to I'd be curious about a sequel perhaps um and it's not a snout movie by any means because it's, it's really good I'd be curious about seeing a sequel to Demolition Man because Demolition Man was actually pretty ahead of its time in the in the nineties. Like, like some of the stuff like was damn near prescient, and seeing like a, a modern sequel to Demolition Man, I'd be very curious to see what direction they can go. Especially you can bring back Stallone and Sandra Bullock as as well. Fifth Element. Fifth Element might be another one. Um, of course, you'd have to recast Bruce Willis because I know yeah. you know he's he's sick, he ain't doing too yeah he. Ain't. He ain't doing too well. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, suck. Yeah, um, fifth, a fifth element sequel with maybe with a with, with a new lead. Um, <clears throat> oh. Do not cry, recast Chris Tucker. Oh yeah, bring you back. You just gotta have him fifth for the nostalgia. Mm. Oh yeah, Aaron Ferguson says remake the Wildcats. Wasn't that a cartoon? I think. Want to look it up? Wildcats, Wildcats, is, is that is that the are you are, are you also referring to the comic book from Image Comics? Because that's one I think of. No, it was a nineteen ninety. It was a nineteen eighty six movie, sports oh. comedy movie with Goldie Hawn, James. Ah, uh, okay. James Keach, <clears throat> Swoozy Kurtz, and it's the film debut of Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Now I'm thinking, White Men Can't Jump. Now you can do another a remake of White Men Can't Jump. Heard was didn't they already do one? Not that I'm... Or I or heard that was one. there was one remake in the works of White Man Can't Jump. But, uh, I, I, I could have sworn I read about that. Oh, no. It's being made. Oh, shit. 
Okay. Well, we're getting a White Man Can't Jump film. It stars Cinco Walls, who plays in Friday Night Lights, The Secret Life of American Teenager and American Soul. Um, Jack Harlow. Uh, the late, great Lance Reddick. Rest in peace. Tiana Taylor and Laura Harrier. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> Okay, so Wildcats. Oh, White Man Can't Jump is me. It's being made. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron says that we're living in the sequel to Demolition Man. Um, I guess. I guess I could see that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going out with Jack Hart. <laughs> Remakes. Hmm. Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> Oh yeah, with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I can see it. You know what, Johnny Mnemonic. If 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 done right, that could that could have like a a solid movie. Because I heard that there was um, I heard there was like the the movie deferred deferred slightly from the original script. But I heard, but Johnny Mnemonic. Um, I could see a remake of that and doing that story justice because like the concepts were pretty cool. Yeah. A new Nightmare on Elm Street. Do we really need another Nightmare on Elm Street? We already had a remake of that or a reboot back in 2010 with a Jackie Earl Haley, which was just was just like oh, okay, it was just there. Yeah, it was just keep the franchise going. Yeah, try to capitalize on it some more. Oh yeah. Ooh, you know what we should get? Uh oh. <clears throat> we should get a full of a, a, a full feature film version, and you can make it a musical of the strange thing about the Johnsons. Get out. <laughs> The, get out. The no, I'm kicking you out your own house. Get out. <laughs> listen. Listen. No. You can make it make what it is? an A24 musical, right? No. And, and just expand on everything that we saw. No. In the movie, just just add songs to it. No. Why? Make it whimsical. You just really you really <laughs> do want to watch the world burn. <laughs> oh man. Yes, I'm putting that out in the universe. Don't, don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, Gary's with it. You would. Um, he says that although he says that real talk, Jared Leto, Jared Leto needs more burn as Joker. Um, or Lakeith Stanfield for Freddy Krueger. Mm. I can't see that. Max Headroom. Max, that's random. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Max Headroom. And it was uh, Max Headroom's <laughs> signal hijacking that occurred on the night of November 22nd, 1987, when television signals of two stations in Chicago were hijacked, briefly sending a pirate broadcast of an of an unified, unidentified person wearing a Max Headroom mask and a costume to thousands of home viewers. Hmm. How about that? And the, the participants are still unidentified. Nice. <laughs> oh, Aaron says remake class act. I mean, they just remade House Party, so why not? Yeah, why? Yeah, you can go 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 ahead, go nuts with that. Um, class act. Uh, maybe have the same team that did the re House Party remake. Um, <clears throat> hmm. What about Sweet Sweetback's badass song? Fuck that movie. 
Yo, fuck Sweet Sweetback's <laughs> badass song. Oh my god, I can't believe I watched that. I can't believe I watched that. You paid for it. Shit. Listen, if that wasn't part of if that wasn't part of a box set, I would have thrown that fucking movie out. <laughs> fuck that movie. God damn it! I, I know, and I, I, I understand its place in, in, in film history and in, in American independent film, but seriously, that movie's a piece of shit. And I don't understand how Melvin Van Peebles avoided jail. So, would you put that over Harlem Nights? Fuck no. You would put Harlem Nights over. <laughs> yeah, I put because Har- of that first scene. All I yeah. saw was the first scene. Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero. Mm. That could work. As a remake? Okay. Ooh, Sidekicks. Sidekicks. With Chuck Norris and Jonathan Brandis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Dude just daydream about being Chuck Norris' sidekick. Mm-hmm. And then eventually becomes Chuck Norris' sidekick in a karate tournament. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You never saw that movie? No, I've heard of it. I remember what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. Oh, how about we do a, a remake? Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking. See, see, uh, see. My my body horror uh, brain is in action. How about we do a body horror remake of Little Man, right? And then in- in- instead of Marlon Wayans being like, uh, instead of Marlon Wayans being a separate character, like have like the Little Man come out from the body of like the main character and they'll, and they'll, and they're like it's like it's, it's, it's like a so it's like Marlon Wayans can still play like the little man but he's like a parasite he's like one of those like body parasites that kind of like functions as as his own person like um like 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 a like a parasitic twin yes and and then it can and they can go on like some shenanigans and adventures you could turn it into like a horror movie a horror comedy shenanigans ensue so yeah an A24 produced horror remake Why does everything got to be A24 of the little man, or or Neon Studios, because I heard that they had a really they had a really messed up movie that came out earlier this year, which I haven't seen yet, called Infinity Pool, which uh, is directed by Brandon Brandon Cronenberg, which I want to see. And that movie was dug with karate. <laughs> it was y'all who said that. <laughs> oh yeah, with the imagination. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, yes, like I remember that. I wonder if it's on like YouTube. Wait, what? Yeah, what like streaming service is that on? Uh, which sidekicks? Yeah. If you go to, if you, you go just, to, you yeah, can go to Google it, or if you go to Real Good, R E E L, Good dot com, you can, you can um pull up any any streaming site that a movie is featured in or not featured in. And it is on. You can watch it for free on YouTube. That's great. Nice. <laughs> oh, and it's on Tubi. Oh, there you go. <laughs> did, did Yep. <laughs> now, Aaron Ferguson, did you just say Juana Man? Really? Juana Man. And 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 listen. Yep. You know what I'ma say. Tootsie is it not, is. It's not it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's not the same. It's the same thing. It's not the same. Okay. Male actor couldn't uh-huh. make it in Hollywood. Right. So what does he do? He he cross dresses and, and pretends to be an actress. And becomes a star, right? Yeah. All right. Joanna Wan. Uh-huh. Male basketball player. Right. Troublesome. Mm-hmm. Gets kicked out of the league. Yeah. 
Dress, what does he do? He dresses up as a woman and plays in a WNBA. And see, one's an actress, one's a one's a basketball oh, player. Oh, it's the same it's, premise. It's, it's, it's not sorry. the same. It's not, the same. Not the it's same. same. Not the same. It's not the same, same. plot. Listen, listen. Like, like it's the same. Listen, plot. I. I, I I am using the vanilla ice argument, okay? Oh, right. get his, the... Right. One, That's one, how you know I'm... Tootsie, Tootsie went... Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Joanna Man went... Dun, 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 dun. It's not the same. It's the same. <laughs> not the same. It's it's literally Tootsie. It's literally Tootsie. <laughs> Gary says, To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. That's because you just... <laughs> You just posted that like a few days ago. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, I, I'd be for it. Why not? Um, Didn't we basically? Isn't that basically a show called Pose? No, well, Pose. Well, Pose deals with like the trans community, whereas the Tu Wong Fu deals with like uh, drag, cross? drag, drag queens. Yeah. Noxima Jackson. Noxima. Hey, who was it? Noxima Jackson. Uh, there was one called John Leguizamo's character was Chi 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 because my sister loved loved mm. she loved that movie <laughs> and Patrick Swayze's character I forget, I forget his uh, name yeah I'm looking it up Brian indeed Pose was fire we had three great seasons um, Vita Boheme Vita Boheme okay yeah oh man let me think Another, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're just going off the cuff with like remake ideas and like other movies, um, and and we got some good ones in the chat too. So thank y'all for for contributing. Um, let me think of some others. Uh, hmm. when, yeah, when did you really say that Tu Wong Fu is basically, um, RuPaul's Drag Race? It's definitely like the <laughs> the prototype. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, my dad never looked at Swayze the same after that. Just like Ving Rhames in Holiday Party, oh, <laughs> says Gary Threat in the chat. Ving Rhames is a hilarious gay person. Have you, have you ever seen? Any, I know, oh, you wouldn't watch it because it's Adam Sandler movie. But I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Oh my god, yo, Ving Rhames is hilarious. Like he's like, like he's they're firefighters and you know mm. they pretend to be they uh, on paper they pretend to be gay just to like just so. For like benefits and stuff. Yeah. So Ving Rhames, he comes in, he's like this big, like brolic firefighter who looks like very intimidating. Mm-hmm. And it turns out like he's just gay. he's gay. Mm-hmm. Like he finally he like Chuck and Larry inspired him to like co- to come out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah. There's like they even inspired Dan Aykroyd goes, they even inspired him to come out of his supersized closet, possibly preventing a killing spree. And he's just like <laughs> oh man! Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking about a movie that that I would just like to. Well, I'd be curious to see a remake of. Why don't we get a remake Uh-oh. or sequel Uh-oh. of John Singleton's 2000 film Baby Boy with Tyrese and and Omar Gooding? Reprising their roles. No, uh, no. And bring back Ving Rhames, too. And he can reenact that scene all over again. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> African squat thrust. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Boy Chapter 2, okay? My thing, here's the thing. 
Jody never got a job at the end of the first one. I mean, he was selling stolen dresses. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's not a real job. It's a hustle, but not. Yeah. But it's like, what did he do? He just... What really was, like... The uh, the message of Baby Boy? Yeah. You know, like... I Grow up eventually, but it's like... I only saw Baby Boy one time. Really? All yeah. Right. And what I remember is that... Okay, there were there were a couple things I remember. One, I do remember Snoop Dogg, who had a funny line where he, where he tells a little kid, fuck your fort, and he kicks, like, he kicks the... Moan and scrub. Yep. Made yourself a little fort. Mm-hmm. Fuck your fort. <laughs> I remember having a good I chuckle I hate that. you. I hate you too. <laughs> you ain't my son. <laughs> and I'm like... That's that's still the best Snoop Dogg perform acting performance I've seen. Um, also, I was I remember th- that, and I also remember having a hard time buying Omar Gooding as a gangster. He was wild and crazy, kids. Thank you. That's what I was thinking. Him, him he was also a smart guy, right? Yeah. Those He's are Mo- Morris L. Tibbs. Exactly. Like those are the two roles ro- rolling through my head every time I saw him trying to act super hardcore in Baby Boy, and I couldn't get past that. And I just remember having a hard time getting into the movie because of that. But the message of Baby Boy is, I guess, like... Well, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It just says, all right, Jody then accepts that Juanita's relationship with Melvin is stable and that he needs to protect and care for his own family. Mm-hmm. Afterward, Jody and Yvette get married and look forward to the birth of their unborn child. Meanwhile, Sweet Pea, which is Omar Gooding's character, decides to get baptized and abandon his own life as a criminal. So I guess growth. Yeah, but but Omar Gooding killed a few people, and he didn't even see jail time. Hell, actually, there, there were no cops in the movie too, and it was in L.A. Think about it: there were no cops in the movie, and he was killing, doing all that killing and whatnot, and he just gets baptized at the end, like, oh, oh, hey, Jesus, what up? And that's it. Yeah. Huh? He never really grew up. He just moved in with his baby mama with no job and shit. And she got pregnant again. It's an, end- <laughs> <laughs> an endless cycle. All the more reason, AK, why we should get a Baby Boy sequel, Baby Boy Two, and you can follow Tyrese. It could even it could be an it could be a funnier or sadder movie depending on your perspective. You know the endless cycle. Yeah, it, it could we could tell the story of the endless cycle, or Jody actually grows up. Mm-hmm. But now he has to mentor his kids and keep his keep his kids from going into that direction. True. Yeah. You know, there could be a scene where Tyrese goes, "What more do you want what from me?" me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that that movie was that that movie was something. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you gotta say too, like Snoop with his hair perm. Smoking, listen to Bootsy Collins. I'd rather be with you. Mm-hmm. I was a whole, yo. That part was a whole vibe. It was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, AK says. Well, Gary says. Gary's first. Gary says we all know a Jody. We we kind of do. We do. That is true. We do. Whether it's now or years past, we all know or knew or a Jody. That is very true. Speed. A speed remake? I mean, as long as it's not speed to cruise, cruise control. control. 
But the question is, what vehicle would you use for speed? Because we had the bus in the first one, and we had a cruise ship. So what could we do for a speed remake? A plane? I mean, whatever. Mm. A train? We could do a train. We could do a maybe a plane, maybe a train, yeah. Um, hmm. Maybe maybe you can make it topical where it takes place in like a self-driving Tesla, and you, and and the guy has to find a way to stop it, but he can't. Oh, that's easy. Just put salt around the car. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Tesla won't start with so. <laughs> Lawnmower man since the metaverse, metaverse is up. <laughs> Lawnmower man. Yep. Oh, a bullet train. Speed could take place on that. Uh, speed Wasn't in... one of the Baldwin brothers? In in speed? No, uh, bullet train. Hmm, not sure. Um, speed in an Uber. Yep. Lawnmower man. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, no. Yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of snout to, to sift through. That's for sure. Oh my god. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? I gotta make an Instagram post, and just let y'all go ham. Yeah. Cause I want to see somebody y'all coming up with some good ones. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll leave with one more. Let's get a remake or sequel Uh-oh. to the Adventures of Pluto Nash. You would say you would say that. Let, 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 let's get something starring like Rasputin. <sighs> yeah, combine it with Norbit. How you doing? Oh, Norbit! That movie was coonery. It was, it was. It was funny for what it was. Nah. It cost Eddie Murphy his Oscar, and it's coonery. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was. Oh, Eddie Murphy, he made a lot of bad movies, including Harlem Nights. But anyway, but yeah, uh, Pluto Nash, the remake, which would be better than Harlem Nights, I can tell you that by default. Um, yeah, I said it. I meant it. Should we end it there? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All, so yeah, that's our that's our free flowing discussion of movies that should be or or could be remade. Very good topic you picked. Man. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was thinking about it when I was taking a shower. Okay, <laughs> I was like, hmm, what should we do? Uh, oh yeah, movies that should be remade. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Once you said that, I'm like, you know, we could do it. It's gonna be off the chart. It's gonna be off the. I was literally on the phone with like the people from <laughs> from Fleet DJs. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, uh, thank thank you all for watching and listening and 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 throwing uh, your comments and ideas in there. Um, I will not get off the mic because this is my show. This is my house. You is know, it so? Yeah, it's still still. I, I I have two homes. So basically, this is just Codex Prime Studios. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. That, hey, I will happily like redo help you redo this into a studio. <laughs> Yeah, minimal work, just put up a green screen or something. But uh, I have some green screen at the house. Oh, nice, cool. So yeah, uh, so yeah, um, so yeah. Thank you all for watching and listening. Harlem Nights is still trash. Not at you all. You can catch all of our episodes uh, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Facebook Live every Tuesday around eight PM ish Eastern. Um, Apple Podcasts. Google, just Google us. Search for us on the interwebs. You can find our show everywhere. Uh, we're also on social media at, at Twitter at Codex Prime Cast and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, Harlem Night still sucks. Not at all. And so does the Wiz. Nope. But yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. You can also follow me at Mr. Bird Ten Twenty Seven everywhere, including uh, Mixcloud. There's gonna be some new stuff coming out too. There's gonna be a lot of stuff coming out in the mix. Mm. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot. Just just follow all of us and keep and just keep your eyes open. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Lots lots of good stuff ahead. Fleet DJ son. Yeah. It all e fleet. Yep. Said that. Uh, that's how I took that. I was like, I'm all fleet. Let's fucking go. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's our episode. Uh, also, in a, and hopefully in the next few weeks, we're gonna have another tournament episode, which I think y'all are gonna like. Um, oh, yeah. So so yeah, more details on that in the weeks to come. Uh, next month is our eight year anniversary of this podcast, Codex Prime. I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, man. It's it's gonna it's gonna be dope. So tune in for that. Uh, yeah. Once again, thank you for watching and listening uh, in the chat and everything. As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.